Welcome into the Pod Squad Podcast, where four normal, everyday guys talk about sports, news, and random stuff. We're extremely excited you are here for this episode. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by three of my best friends and the other hosts of the show, Mason, Tinsley, and Zach. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Pod Squad Podcast. Uh, now, we talked about it last week, but we'd love to welcome special yeah. guest, Matthias Trentel. To this pod squad this week. Yeah. <laughs> now, the most, that's my brother. He's everybody's that's brother. That's my brother. Now, to introduce Matthias my brother. and to give him a welcome to you know everyone to see who he is, uh, I, I thought of the perfect story. We kind of talked about it last week when I made the comment that Zach likes to argue with police officers. <laughs> and when Matthias called in, we we did uh, allude Which is to him not true, doing by this the activity. Way. So, when we were in... Uh, high school, we used to have this thing where we'd go to McDonald's in the middle of the night. Um, me, Zach, Matthias, um, Mason, and Zach's brother, Sam. So one night we're coming back and we see some police officers at a gas station. And Matthias thought it'd be a good idea to hang out the window shirtless, yell something at him. <laughs> I'm not sure what. <laughs> Yep. He was swinging his shirt around yep. above his head, by the way. This is, let's put some context. Listen, we didn't know they were there. We didn't, yeah, it's like he saw the police officers, like, oh, this would be hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> so, as we were driving back home after that happened, we were like, well, we're going to stop at this Dollar General and, and hit up the Red Box to rent a movie. And all I hear is Mason go, is that a is that a light behind us? And I was like, I don't know. We'll just stop at the red box. If we're in trouble, they'll, they're going to find us anyway. It's about like one in the morning. Where's that um, light coming so from? So it turns out the cops were coming after us, yelling at us, take all of our IDs. Well, Zach's brother, Sam was underage <laughs> at the time. So he was out past curfew. So cop comes back, mm-hmm. says, well, we have to call your parents. They have to come get your brother. Zach starts arguing with the police officer saying, you're an idiot. You don't even know anything about the law. I did not. No, he didn't. Oh my. Did. All Zach said was, he's my brother, so I don't understand why you have to call my parents when he's with me. So, Zach, you know, almost got arrested. It's arguing with police officers. I did not. There was a twice. It was that. I'm pretty sure he got twice, twice. Didn't he? He, he got shot. You said something <laughs> else. Also, I wanted to, there was a very important part of that. The cop, I rolled the window down, and the police officer approached the window and looked at yeah. Matthias and said, do you want to explain what just happened? And Matthias like, like said, perfectly what normal. do you mean? He said, and then he, like, he said, yeah, that was one of like, the stupidest things I've We're in the parking seen. lot trying to get our shirts back on. Like, we had our shirts off, and he walks up and says, would you like to explain? And he said, what do you mean? What do you mean? Hey, that's a smart move. So you don't want to start like confessing this stuff. Three other cops show yeah, up. Yeah, like like what, uh, like what would you have drug to say? Drug runners or something. Like dangerous citizens, I know. And then once they figured out that we were just being <laughs> stupid, they all left. And yeah. Robert, Zach, and Sam's dad <laughs> had to come pick up that. Sam at 1.30 in the morning. I was terrified. We are like the most, but we're like the most harmless people. <laughs> well, it's not like we were doing anything. We were hanging stupid. out of we windows. Just, I mean, we weren't doing anything like. <laughs> well, a lot well, of well, 
We were just, yeah. Yep. I mean, I'll it was dumb. Matthias. It was. I blame Matthias. Thank you, Matthias. What do you have to say for yourself? Um, it was really dumb. <laughs> and I think it was all of our faults, but <laughs> including Mason's. I was no, driving I was in the back with Sam. I was also hanging out I with the other was side. I was driving. Oh. I thought I was driving. Oh, was okay. I not driving? Yeah, Tinsley was also hanging out the window. Was that when you had big hair? No. no, you didn't? No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach, we got an awesome episode prepared. Why don't you break it down we for us? We do have an incredible episode ready for us today. Uh, first of all, on, on press release, our guest, Matthias, is joining me. We are talking all things Mandalorian. New season is coming out October 30th for the first episode this Friday. We are pumped about it, and so we're going to do a review of last season, a preview of what's coming up. It's going to be awesome. After that college football tailgate, you may just want to skip through that one. It's going to be us being really angry about football in general. Uh, after that, we have words with Mason and Tins. And out of left field, Mason is coming in hot with some more Star Wars-related topics. We're going to end up with our one-stop shop NFL segment and betting on a budget where Mason is going to make you very rich as long as you trust him and put your money down where he tells you to. Let us get into the episode. Let us let work. us get into the episode. Let us let, let, us, let us pray. Us. All right, coming into the first segment of our podcast this week we have a press release like i said this is going to be a mandalorian themed episode through and through uh you guys have all watched the mandalorian right i'm talking to all the other squad members here yeah we feel positively about it yeah very much so matthias um do you would you consider yourself a star wars super fan I, I would. Can you yes, can you can you say... briefly give us your your history in, in the Star Wars universe? Um. Well, I I've watched most. I've watched all the Star Wars movie, Star Wars movies. Um. I've also watched the Clone Wars and Rebels. Um. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I've read some of the non-canon books, but they're not. Which have recently anymore, been so decanonized, right? By yes. by Disney. Yeah. Rip to those He's got books. Star Wars merchandise. Anytime <laughs> when we were younger, it would always be on TV. Yeah, he had an Anakin rat tail. Yep, <laughs> I, I did. It happened. At one point, I did have a rat tail. He's got Not any, because of that, but yes. Anything you can think of Star Wars, he's a big fanatic. He's a real-life Chewbacca. Thank you, Ma- thank you, Mason, Almost. for jumping in from his eyes there. <laughs> thank you, Mason. I couldn't have done it alone. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we have season two coming up starting on Friday. I thought it would be a good start to go back and review season one because I know it's been a while since we've watched it. I had to go back and review it some myself. Um, Matthias, can you give us a quick a quick breakdown of what our setting is, our main our main characters, what we're dealing with here? Yeah, so um, our setting. <laughs> Wait. Oh Who said that? What? We can edit this out, right? No, no we can Nothing's not. getting edited. Someone put something in the dock. 
All right, Zach, ask that a question. Wait, we got reclassed. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm oh, sorry. It says that Matthias put that. That's staying in. <laughs> All right, Matthias, can you just give us a, a really brief breakdown of kind of the setting, the main characters, our main plot lines through season one? Yeah, so um, the main character is a dude. Um, his name is Mandalorian. Yeah, okay, his name okay. is Mandalorian. Well, he goes by Mandalorian. Um, and each episode is kind of honestly like its own storyline up until the last couple episodes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's just tracking bounties, and he happens to find uh, a child, which is known as Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Um, and he is being hunted throughout the galaxy because he wants to keep this child for some real weird reason. Um, and he comes across certain characters who help him throughout the end of the series or the end of the season um, to just escape. And so, I mean, that's pretty much what's what we're the at. what's the time period, like timeline of the this? timeline. It is after um, the original movies. So okay. it's like post six. post empire, yeah. the empire yeah. is just and it's falling. before seven, eight, and nine. It's like ten years after the empire. So nine right before years. seven, eight, nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. And then at the end, at the end of season one, we meet up with Gus Fring, obviously, who. Yes, who's Moff. <laughs> okay, show. it's not actually Gus Fring. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Moff, Moff Gideon. Gideon. Yeah. Yep. And and he and he is introduced pretty late on, and he's kind of the big the big bad guy here that we're dealing with, right? Yeah. He he wants to acquire Baby Yoda probably for some he he's an, he's an Empire guy for some evil purposes. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, and uh, I mean it kind of seems like he's wanting to figure out the Force that Baby Yoda has, and so he's um, he had a doctor early on that was trying to help them figure out what the what makes the Force happen. Um, so yeah, he's the big bad guy. And then we did see at the end of the last episode, he did have a awesome sword. Yeah. Um, it's known as the dark saber. What's the history of the dark saber, Matthias? I know you know a little bit more about it. Yeah. So the dark saber, um, it's actually the last person that we saw have it. And like some of the cartoons and stuff, her name was Bo Katan Kreez, which is also, She's supposed to be in the upcoming season as well. Um, she was the owner of the Dark Saber, and uh, the Dark Saber it uh, was given to uh, somebody who was known as Mandalore, and they were known to be the uh, leaders of Mandalorian. So, okay, so it does have a pretty. It's pretty significant. Is it? Is yeah. it like more powerful than a regular? lightsaber uh, i mean i think it's about the same i'm not entirely sure on the like power but mm-hmm. i think it the the like i think the more history of it is like it was a kyber crystal which is make which makes lightsabers go that was okay. corrupted oh it it's corrupted out. yeah like as in like sith leaning or yes what do you okay oh okay cool i didn't know that it's interesting so, I, I did kind of want to talk about the, the the setup of of the show because I think it's really really interesting because it almost leans towards like a western type of show, right? Yeah. 
I, I think we've all I think we've all watched Justified, and it kind of reminds me of that honestly, where it's kind of standalone episodes where he's kind of mm-hmm. trying to accomplish different things, and it's really just like a collection of those type of episodes. And I, I really did like that. I think it was really different yeah. and, a, and a pretty mm-hmm. cool way to go. I thought it was really cool. I I did. Um, I mean, the first couple episodes, like it's just kind of weird to watch because you don't really know where it's heading. Mm. Um, it's just like. Oh, this guy has a baby, and they're running around the galaxy doing what? <laughs> are they? Are like, they going to release? What is the goal? Are they going to release this in short episodes or release release the whole season? One episode at a time. One episode. One at a time. One, ep- yeah, one a week. Friday. Yep. Yep. Which I think is actually kind of a smart. I, I think Netflix has shot itself in the foot with their releasing all at one time because I think it's got it has a very very strong following for like two or three weeks, and then it's totally off again. And I think it's pretty yeah. smart to spread it out over time. It keeps the hype up over like a two month period instead of a two week period, or whatever. But Mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about next season. What we think might be happening here. First of all, um, Moff Gideon. If we see him, I I think the big question that's been tossed around there is: is if he has this dark saber, like is he a Sith? Is he force sensitive? Is that how he's wielding it? What What do you think about that? Do you have any thoughts or theories? Um, I mean, I don't think he's either. I don't think he's a Sith. I don't think he's force sensitive. I think he's just. Um, he wants to be. I, he I honestly he think he has something to do with Mandalore, mm. um, and kind of the history behind that. Because uh, if he got it from Sabine, he would have had to either like attack Mandalore or do something along those lines. So I think he does have something to do with Mandalore. And I mean, throughout the like cartoon series, Mandalore has a history of like civil wars and everything. So he could be a Mandalorian for all we know. Oh, that would be cool. That'd mm-hmm. be interesting. Okay. It definitely would be. Uh, so moving moving ahead, obviously the most famous Mandalorians that we know are Jango Fett and Boba Fett. And I know that those have been thrown around a lot, Matthias. What what do you think about Bo- Boba Fett maybe being in the new season? Do you think it's going to happen? Uh, I definitely think it would be. It would definitely be awesome if he was. Um, I mean, he's always been a great character. Uh, definitely one of the top ten characters, I think, of Star Wars. And I, I think if he's in it, that's going it, to... It, it's going to be awesome. But uh, one of the things I've heard is uh, because of all the new characters in Mandalorian, is that what makes it such a like better Star Wars than the past couple movies that have came out? But like because they're going back and, and hitting so many from yeah, the rest of the because like it's the, just like nostalgia. The movies, like the last three movies they came out mm-hmm. with, was just like nostalgia. And so, if they start bringing in characters that we know, is that going to hurt it or is that going to help it more? Well, and what do you think? What do you what do you think is that the answer to that? Do you think it, you think it is going to help to bring back characters we were, we were uh, familiar I think with? It, I think it will if they bring back just a couple. But if they bring back like. If they just get rid of, like, all the new characters they introduced and just mm. make it, like, every single character we know, I think it yeah. could ruin it. Sure. I, and I think that I think that is true. I think people... So, there There is a balance. I, I think people like new characters to an extent. I do think there were some new characters in the new trilogy that maybe weren't... People didn't like as much, maybe, or they were really hanging on to some of the old characters. I, I do think it, it is a balance, like you said. I agree. I agree. Okay, um, so Matthias, what what do we think about um, about Sasha Banks's character coming into this? Do you have thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, she made an appearance in the trailer. Um, if 
if you guys have seen that, pretty she good guess. Yeah, hooded, she'd be in she it. She was a hooded okay. character. Um, a lot of people have guessed that she could be different characters, um, like Sabine, who was also a Mandalorian. She could possibly be Ahsoka, uh, mm. who was a Jedi. But I mean, I honestly don't know. I think she, I mean, she doesn't look like a good character in the trailer. But we honestly can't really say at this point. Okay, so you you mentioned Ahsoka. Can can you elaborate on that a little bit? Who that is? Yeah. Uh, so Ahsoka was actually uh, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan um, mm. in the extended series, um, and she survived the Clone Wars and then survived uh, after Order, four, six, five, six. and six as well. So uh, I mean, we honestly don't know what happens with her, um, and. I'm pretty sure in Rebels they kind of keep it as a mystery if she's alive or not. Um, but okay. I do think that, I mean, I think she's alive and she could show up in this series as well. And one thing that we didn't talk about a lot yet is that they've already told us basically that this, this, the plot of this new season is going to be the Armorer has tasked the uh, Mandalorian with taking Baby Yoda back to the Jedi. Yeah. Right? And so... Um, Maybe Ahsoka could be a part of that. Maybe could be helping return to the mm-hmm. Jedi. Uh, that would make sense to me. Yeah, and it, it could be. And, I mean, the question is, is he bringing Baby Yoda back to the Jedi? Or is it is there a race of Yodas, mm-hmm. since we don't know his race, that, that we don't know about, um, that he's actually trying to find? That would be pretty sweet. They uh they did in the, in the trailer called they said there was like a, a series of like mystical people I don't remember what the word that they used for it it's like there there is a a species of these magical people and they were talking about the the people who are force sensitive and stuff so I I think that will be a really interesting dynamic seeing him interact with maybe some of the Jedi that we haven't seen before I yeah. think that'll be pretty cool. I definitely think it would, and it would it would be cool to bring back Ahsoka and maybe some of the um, characters from Rebels that we know lived, and I mean even just like a little cameo from some of the like big Jedi that we know of that would probably be pretty yeah. cool as well. Yeah, but that would be awesome. I, I honestly I wouldn't want to see it revolve around those characters, but I think it would be cool to have a cameo just as kind of just to see them just to, in a different time period. I do, I agree with you. I think that'd be awesome. One more thing that that we found in some research, uh, I mentioned Justified earlier, uh, a show that we all love. Uh, Timothy Oliphant obviously stars in that, and there's been some rumors of him coming in and being involved in filming of the second season of Mandalorian as um, as a character that we're not 100% sure of yet. Matthias, have you heard these rumors? Do you have any thoughts about it? I have, and uh, first I just want to say this is probably one of the most amazing casting options yeah. that they could have went with super cool yeah they have a i mean a series that's kind of a western and they picked this guy who is i mean definitely meant to play in westerns um and i think it's awesome that he's in it uh, he's an amazing actor um and so yeah he uh he is rumored to play cobb vanth who is in some of the books, um, I think some of the canon books, uh, as a sheriff on Tatooine, um, which I think it would be cool if 
I mean, if this is true, that means we're going back to Tatooine, and that's always been a uh, awesome planet that Star Wars has been. What a, what a, a character of. for Timothy Oliphant to be playing a, a, a yes. sheriff, like a a, sheriff. a space sheriff. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, that really would be. I can't imagine him playing a huge role, but I think it's going to be like an incredible cameo to to roll in as as a sheriff of this town. I think it's going to be awesome. I definitely think it will be. And with that, like they could possibly bring back the huts who are alive, some of them. Um, oh yeah. And then, I mean the the thing that could revolve around this is. Uh, Cobb is supposedly supposed to have some Mandalorian armor, mm. and so that could go along with maybe that's a side story that the Mandalorian is trying to pursue or something. Like trying to retrieve the armor or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I would love to see a Timothy Oliphant Mandalorian gun gunfight. Uh, oh, like, that definitely would be awesome. <laughs> that would be incredible. Um, cool. Do you have any other thoughts about the new season, the old season, anything about the Star Wars universe you got you got for us? Uh, I mean, I'm just excited to see what this season consists of. I think um, The Mandalorian was definitely one of the better Star Wars things to come out in the past couple years. Um, and so I'm just, I mean, I'm excited to see what uh, this season consists of, whether it has just all total new characters or it brings back some old ones. I think it will be a good season. If if there was if there was one thing that happened on screen that would make you the most excited, like what would it be? If there was one thing that could happen on screen, what would you be most excited to witness? Um, I think a lightsaber duel. I think that's oh. what we've been a. Uh, I mean, a great one because I mean we haven't really had that in the past couple movies, mm. um, and I think that would be a really cool, especially a live action. Um, yeah, with all the graphics they have nowadays, that would be such a cool thing to see. Do you um, do you think that there would be any characters that that could do that? I mean, obviously we know that that their Moff Gideon has the the dark saber. Yeah, and, think- and I mean, with the introduction of that, I feel like they have to um, release or, or bring out somebody who does have a saber, bring out some Jedi, um, and I I think Ahsoka and Moff Gideon could go at it. Um, I know there's, I think there was one uh, Jedi and Rebels named Ezra Miller, um, and he, I mean, he could potentially show up as well. Uh, so, I mean, there's, and they could even introduce another uh, Dark Saber and have Sabine, or, uh, or not Sabine, uh, Bo Katan Kreese battle out with Moff Gideon. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no telling, but awesome. I think it would be really cool. That would be super cool, especially in the midst of this kind of westerny. Mm-hmm. I think a lightsaber battle would really stand out and be awesome. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Um, right. Tinsley, Chris, Mason, you guys have any other thoughts? Mandalorian season two. Mason, movie man. I'm okay. I have kept up with Mandalorian season one, and so I'm actually excited to see it, especially with how the last couple episodes went. I'm excited to see wow. where it goes. I'm surprised. <laughs> you kept up with the show. I probably shocked everybody. Tinsley, any thoughts? I know you, I know you keep up with a lot of this stuff. Yeah, no, I am um, <clears throat> big fan of Mandalorian. It's fun to watch like something that's Star Wars that's not based around Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I am kind of interested to see how they interact. They did drop some hints that we are going to be reintroduced to Jedi, but like at this point in time of Star Wars history, people don't know what Jedi are. 
They talk about them being an ancient magic wielding people. So that's going to be pretty cool. I'm interested to see how all that goes, but uh, just super excited for next Friday for it to come Yeah. Out. Chris, thoughts? Pumped. Excited. Star Wars. Can't <laughs> go wrong. pumped and excited. It's true. Can't go Watch wrong. You can. Episode eight. Vicky, <laughs> <laughs> I have an argument there. Um, all right. Well, that is going to be it for our press release segment. But but hold on. If you are a Star Wars fan, we will have more Star Wars coming up in the in the out of left field segment. So we'll hear some more from Matthias. Uh, he may have some hot takes ready for you there. So so stay tuned. It's coming up. All right, on to your least favorite segment of the week, probably. Uh, on to the college football tailgate segment of the week. I think we're going to just cancel this segment for the near future. <laughs> I think we're just going to cut it. Not even worth Might talking as well, about. Might as well. That's point. what Tennessee's done with their season. They pretty much canceled it. <laughs> all right, Good so as case. you know, uh, we're, we talk about – normally we talk about pretty much all things college football. This is a small market podcast. Most people are volunteer friends. So we're going to focus on the balls today. Um, so Zach, this past weekend, yesterday, today's Sunday for us, you, you guys will hear us on Monday, uh, Saturday, Tennessee played Alabama. Supposedly this is supposed to be a rivalry game, even though in, in my lifetime we've never really beat them that much, but, um, let's break down the game. So Tennessee got beat 48 to 17. Zach, what are your thoughts? Well, you hear 48-17, and you think, wow, that, that score is really bad. I wonder if it was really that that bad of a game, and the answer is yes. It, it was. Uh, from the first quarter, it was a nightmare. Tennessee never got anything going. Bama just, tra- just absolutely rolled in every category, had their second-string quarterback in by the fourth quarter. This was just as bad as you possibly could have imagined it would be. Nothing redeemable about this game whatsoever in my book. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's pretty terrible, and, and you know my my thing my point here is here is we knew Alabama was going to put up the points. Um, JG had no turnovers, uh, so you can say that's positive. But here's the thing: people trying to spin that positive because but JG had no turnovers, but 17 points is pathetic. 17 point, points against this Alabama defense is pathetic. Against the same Alabama defense that averaged giving up 30 points per game coming into this game, 30 points per game they averaged. UT has put up put up the least amount of points than any team that Alabama's faced this year. So uh, I know Pruitt had some some comments about it post game as far as he thought this is one of our better offensive performances. Uh, that's that's honestly that's Butch Jones level type of comment right there. Um, I'm by no means like thinking like Jeremy Pruitt needs to be fired. I'm not saying anything like that. But those kind of, Well, he did just sign an extension, so... Right. But at the same time, I'm just thinking, what in the world has happened to this team? Um, you know, beginning of this year, going into the year, I, I don't remember if it was our practice episode that we didn't post or if it was our first episode where we talked about Tennessee. And I had them being 2-3 and three at this point in the year. I had them losing to Georgia, Kentucky, and Alabama, but winning the first two. But I also mm-hmm. thought that these those three games were going to be more competitive. They ha- Tennessee hasn't been competitive in any of the three games. 
since the halftime at Georgia, I think is right. We but had we had the small lead at halftime, and after that, it just for the for the full game. That's not com- that's not being competitive. I mean, they they got blown yeah. out in the second half. So, I mean, what's the fix here, Zach? How do you fix this? <sighs> I don't I don't know what the answer is, and and I don't know if anyone does. And I mean, I I think that's been the problem, right? And I think that's why. We, we've got these great players, and we keep having great recruiting classes, and then we continually put this mediocre thing on the field week in, week out, right? I, this week, I, I do – I said it last week, too. I do think Alabama's getting better. I think that they're the best team in the nation. And I think that we weren't going to win that game regardless. I mean, they put up 48 points on us. Uh, they're a good team. I think their defense is improving. I think that's why now is our offense just incredible? No, at all. It's not at all. But um, I do think Bama is improving, and I think we are through the hardest part of our schedule. And I think we have an opportunity to do what we did last year when we got through that same stretch in the schedule to to start making some moves in the second half of the season. In my opinion, I, I think we do have a chance to turn this around in the same way that we have in the last couple of years after Bama. After Bama last year, we put that eight-game winning streak together. And so I think there's a chance. I don't think we had we had any chance of beating Bama regardless of how we played. But it was disappointing to see just how bad it looked to see. Um, I, I think there was, a, there was a lack of effort a lot of times, and I think we gave up pretty early on in the game, which that's always Shoot. frustrating to watch. We've, we've get, we gave up. We've been given up, and we've been defeated since the second half of the Georgia game. I mean, seriously. These kids look, they hang their heads. Jeremy Pruitt's just a hot head over on the sidelines. This team doesn't look put together at all. It's frustrating because uh, we had an eight-game win streak, and as soon as they hit, hit, get faced with a little bit of adversity, it just seems like they quit. And not only that, um, offense didn't look great, but defense didn't look good either. They looked terrible. And I know it's Alabama, but Jeremy Pruitt's supposed to be some type of defensive guru and I have yet to see it in any game so far in his tenure at Tennessee. Our defensive line looked absolutely garbage compared to their offensive line. Exactly. Like They're, like nothing. They were doing nothing. And their receivers a lot of times were open, wide open. Yep. Um, maybe you say that's because of lack of pressure. At the same time, you've got two juniors in at cornerback that's, that are supposedly supposed to be all – or preseason SEC, all SEC. So that's not been the And they're missing their best receiver for the whole game, yeah. too. That's that's not the same. So, but I want to read you this comment from Jeremy Pruitt after the game. Uh, yeah, I heard about on this. On the too, gap yeah. between Tennessee and Alabama. This is what Jeremy Pruitt says. And quote, I can assure you that the gap is closing. It may not show you on the scoreboard, but I can assure the gap is closing. Uh, what in the heck kind of statement is this? Uh, this is such an absolutely ridiculous statement, followed by no actual statistics. What statistic are they closing the gap in? What? What statistic? None. Yeah. You could say recruiting because they're getting better, but uh, on recruiting, but they're not being, they're not able to develop the talent. Look at the two five-star tackles that suck. Uh, they've got two two of the best offensive linemen uh, in the last two years in Wandy Morris. And Darnell Wright. And let me tell you, they have both had a terrible year so far. So people say like recruiting is gonna help, but what's what good is good recruiting great recruiting if you don't have great coaching? 
I mean, yeah. Look what look what Lane Kiffin's done with hardly any with like no recruiting, and he he got he look at the Alabama Ole Miss game that was a great game, and he had a chance to upset Alabama in his first year at Ole Miss. Mm. So with no talent, what way less talent that Tennessee has? So that's not that's not an excuse, I don't think. Um, I don't know. So this week is a bye week for Tennessee, Zach. Do you yep. see another quarterback it. starting? I, I've heard a lot of things. I know that a lot of quarterbacks took took reps, took first team reps last week in practice. He still thought JG was the best chance to win. He did. He he made another statement that said he didn't want to just put him on the shelf and retire him. You know, he he believes in JG and, but at this point. I mean, I do think JG played better this week than he did last week, but that wasn't hard to do. He didn't make a lot of big mistakes, but he also didn't he didn't do any favors really with this. He made that one big pass, that touchdown pass. Um, other than that, I'm not sure what else he did, but I, I still think the issue is that if if there was another candidate that that was better, they would be playing already. I mean, I I have to think that's true, and so which maybe speaks to how bad our backups are. I mean, obviously Harrison Bailey is young, and maybe with an extra week they'll have an extra week to get some first from first team reps to some of those guys, and we'll and we'll see what happens. We are coming into the softer part of our schedule coming up, so maybe we could see another quarterback roll in. What what do you think is going to happen, Chris? Predictions for the second half of the season. Here's my, I think Jeremy Pruitt is willing and able, and probably will. Die on the hill with JG. I don't know what the heck his plan is here. Here's the thing, JG. I I gotta respect him for uh, he's always stuck in there, but at the same time, uh, he's so inconsistent in in his play. One game he'll have a good game, like a a really good game. The next game he'll just be absolutely terrible, and then the next game he'll just be mediocre. Uh, and it has nothing to do with the teams that he's playing. Look what he did against Kentucky. Uh, and look, and he played Missouri better, and Missouri didn't Missouri beat Kentucky. Yeah, that was this, so this weird. Saturday. I have no idea what's going so, on. SEC. So what I'm saying is, is that JG, you just know what you're going to get, and I think you're right in the sense that we don't have a better backup. But the thing is, is it's not the backup's fault. They don't get the chance to get game experience because Pruitt keeps rolling out JG, and so. The last two or three years, we've we've had this thing of saying, "Oh, we don't have anyone better. We don't have anyone better." Well, how can you go? Even if you go get the best quarterback in the nation, if you don't let them play and get developed on the game field, yeah, JG's gonna be better because he's been here for five years. So, I mean, in my opinion, I would rather roll out a new quarterback, give him experience. That way, next year, if JG does come back, we don't have that excuse of there's no one better. There's no one better. Because not no one else, no other quarterback has game experience right now on our roster. Yeah. And that's not, much, that's at least. not yeah. JG's fault. That's not the backup's fault for not having that experience. It's solely on the uh, Jim Chaney and Jeremy Pruitt. Because you can't tell me that that we don't have a, a quarterback that could have done a little bit better than the Kentucky game. You don't you can't tell me that. If you give them more experience. But um all right, so bye week. Uh, we don't really have anything to talk about. We probably won't talk about a whole lot of college football next week. Um, Zach, do you have anything else to add? 
Well, I did just quickly want to do um, a a midseason update, midseason predictions. Uh, Chris, what what do you think? What do you just just a really quick one? What do you think our record is going to be at the end of the season, halfway through now? I hope it's four and six, and that's because I hope that we start a new quarterback and they win us two more games. <laughs> if we keep Jared in there, I could see us going five and five, maybe. Really. Maybe. I just don't have much. I mean, honestly, if if we were like I said, if we were more competitive in the games that we've lost, even just the Kentucky game, because Georgia and Alabama two, and fantastic teams, okay, um, but the Kentucky game was inexcusable, and they've looked defeated ever since that ever since that second half of the Georgia game. So I have yeah. no confidence in them. I don't have any confidence in Jeremy Pruitt uh, because his team looks defeated before they even step on the field. So. Um, I think we can win one more. I mean, because Arkansas is not a give me anymore. The only no, give me on the schedule is Vandy. Yep. Uh, so, and even that, man, that's Vanderbilt. It, uh, t- Vanderbilt playing Tennessee, that's their Super Bowl every year. So that's yeah. not a give me either. And we have so, Auburn in Florida too, obviously. So, I, I and Texas a and Texas. I mean, it's not an easy schedule. I so, think I think six and four is best case scenario. That would probably be losing to Florida or A and M. Um, I I do I do you you can't imagine the reality where we end up at a four and six, which would be a ba- a bad year. I mean I I think a lot of Tennessee fans would be up in arms at that point. Sure, we'd be asking think, a lot of questions about what's going on. If you see, I think I think that may be true. But if you see, if you see, I mean, you've seen lack of effort. You've seen terrible quarterback play. You've seen, um, you know, momentum. There's absolutely no minimum on Tennessee side. Um, so I think if you if you put in somebody at the helm that's going to bring life to the offense, even if it's costing games and they're in turnovers, but they're getting game experience. I could see UT fans understanding, okay, all right, this is a freshman or this is a, a redshirt freshman. I understand what we're doing here. We're building something. With JG, we know this is his ceiling. Like, this is his ceiling. He's not going to get any better than this. So I think that's the more it's more frustrating. So 6-4, and 4-6, four, four and six, it doesn't matter this year. Everybody goes to a bowl game. Um, I'm just hoping that it doesn't hurt our recruiting because we, we need that badly. So... Hopefully that's the case. So um, that's my take on that. You got anything else? Well, I, I just wanted to highlight a couple things um, around. I just want to talk quickly. There's only like there's only three other games around the SEC this week. Auburn, Ole Miss came down to the wire, but Auburn took it. Uh, Missouri beat Kentucky, like we mentioned earlier, which is honestly wild in my. I don't, that's I can't believe that happened. Um, lastly, LSU put up a huge numbers, 52 to beating South Carolina 24. And I, I think it's just showing us the same thing we've been seeing all year in the SEC, which is pretty fun, actually, is that any given Saturday, anybody can win, which I think makes for really good football most of the time. But I think the one constant we've seen so far is Bama is absolutely rolling over people, which I don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon. But that's all I got for this week. Uh, And that's it for this week's college football tailgate segment. (laughs) No, I think I think I think that this is my favorite. (laughs) You think so? A lot of people. Tinsley, your word is aluminum.
Aluminum? Can we ask? Can we ask Tinsley <laughs> what that? Uh, can, can we ask Tinsley what the That's definition? Right. What? Definition he said is. aluminum. Did you just say it wrong, Tins? <laughs> you just said yeah. it wrong. Aluminum? No, he was saying mum. <laughs> aluminum. We're And now, it is time for Words with Mason. Tins can't be here this week. Yeah, Tinsley's not here. So Other reasons. But I'm here, so get ready for it. Chris, show me the word. Wow, bossy today. <laughs> Chris, can you please show me the word? Where are we at? Oh my goodness gracious. Is that a real word? That Let's is a real take word. a look. <laughs> Is that That's medicine? the thing. Tinsley I'm just saying, is, I don't think Tinsley anyone could like say these It's like one of those words. where you got... It's not just me and Mason. <laughs> yeah. what, a, whatever. It's one of those this words one, where it's word's got hard. every letter in the alphabet in This it. Like word's hard, one, but no. some of the words I give you, Tins, are not that hard. All right. Fula... Uh, Tinsley, please. Fula... Cinefilicion... There's a cation on the end. Say it one more time. Filicium... Filification. I said wow. it different the second time. Wow. Yeah, you did. <laughs> wow. Mason, what do you think that word means? Can I call in a friend? Tinsley, what do you think that word means? Um, it is the study of... Biology. Birds in their natural habitat. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> so All right. legit. Um, let's see what, how to pronounce that first. Mason, one more time. Fillet neophilification. <laughs> All right, here we go. Fluxinosinihilopilification. There's like you got 18 the, billion you, of you got the shun, right? You got the shun right. Let's listen to it one more time. Fluxinosinihilopilification. Listen. All right, Chris, can you say that word? <laughs> yeah, fluxinosinihilopilification. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I All couldn't right. even say it after uh, you So. Mason, please use this word in a sentence. Wait, 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 wait. I, I gotta tell you why. What it is? <laughs> it is a noun. It okay. is a noun. It is the action or habit of estimating something as worthless. Estimating something as worthless. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. Here. Matthias, can I call on a friend? <laughs> No, 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 you have to do it, Mason. Oh. It's called Words with okay, Mason, not so, Words with Mason's yes, friends. Uh, you're, you're very right, Zach. So, okay, I'm ready. So, the Jacksonville Jaguars team as a whole is a phylloxium <laughs> phylloxication. You didn't even use it? Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's a noun. It's yeah, worthless. It, that was right. That was, that was correct. correct. I'll give it Zing! <laughs> Hit him with a zinger. They did wow. lose against the Chargers. <laughs> and and that is your weekly Words with Mason. All right, and now it is out of left field. I'm your host, Mason, and we have a Star Wars packed episode, and we're going to keep that going for today. We're going to do a roundtable of our Top five Star Wars characters. Now, I want to set the setting here. We were all together one day, and we just went on this whole argument of our favorite Star Wars characters. And it got very heated and very controversial. Speaking of controversial, Matthias probably had the most controversial list. 
And since he is the Star Wars <laughs> no, pro, Tinsley's is pretty rough. Tinsley's yeah, pretty rough. I hope I he didn't all, change it. I, I hope he brings the same list. <laughs> no, yours was like I was doing that on purpose. Tins. Yours was literally like. Well, mm. I think the Ewoks made an appearance in somebody's sneak peek fun. there. Well, we'll we'll have plenty of time to go and do a roundtable and talk about all of them. I do want to start out with Matthias's, then we'll all give our opinions. We'll basically just do this whole thing that you all missed over the weekend. So, Matthias, go ahead and give me your top five. Starting with five, going down to one, please. Okay. So, I changed it a little bit oh, from the research. last time. Um, <laughs> I know. This is probably more controversial. Uh, <laughs> so, at one Here point, I made a statement saying that the Mandalorian character, Din Djarin, is in my top favorite five characters. Well, now I'm backing that up That's because he is at number five. The Mandalorian Uh-oh. is my fifth favorite Star Wars character. One season and you're already obsessed. No, he is a legit character. We do not know much about him. He's, a, I mean, this awesome Western dude who now is, like, we know his task and we know his, what he's doing. All right, so that's number five for me. Number four, All right. Yoda. Number three... Yoda's got to make the list. Many people don't know this character. Commander Rex, who is a clone. <laughs> number two, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Wait, wait, go back to number okay, three. Okay, number guys. three. Can you tell me... Explain who, it a little bit. Who is this person? <laughs> Why is he in your, in your top okay. five? Commander Rex. He was a clone during the Clone Wars. He was actually Anakin's like main commander over the clone army, and he is a baller. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my gosh. In no. the blue armor. He is a baller. I want to point out a joke that Chris just made to interrupt real quick. He said, is that your cat? Matthias has a cat named Rex. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was no funny. one caught that, but I want to point uh, 10 for 10 on that joke. Chris. Zing, zing. <laughs> All right, Matthias, go ahead. But Sorry. he is a baller. Um, he's definitely one of the coolest clones, um, even over Boba Fett, in my opinion. Uh, and then number two, Obi-Wan. And then number one, greatest character of all time, Darth, Darth Maul. Wow. I knew yep. it. That list was somewhat oh. of a... Fox and us annihilapilification. <laughs> you're, you're missing some big time. <laughs> Come on, Chris. I'm, Thanks, I'm not Chris. I'm going to point him out because I want to Listen, that's a good list right there, all right? I got, I'm got. i not hairs. just going all Force users. I got some characters in there that just use guns and <laughs> Alright, so, so one of the other controversial lists was Tinsley's list. So, Tinsley, let's go ahead and hear it. Oh my gosh. Just let him read. Just let him read. Go ahead. Okay, I have Ray at number five. Okay. Uh, she has a cool staff lightsaber that's yellow. I mean, it's cool. Um, number four, I had, wow. I had Darth Vader at number four. Uh, number three, Qui-Gon Jinn. Okay. Okay. Mm. Number two, Darth Maul. And then number one, I had Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Was this your same list? You this yeah, is this is the same list. I had Ben. Remember, you guys had, roasting my no, list. Everyone thought my list was okay. Did you have Finn in there? Yeah. No, you had multiple. You had multiple. He hates Finn. I had Ray. I only had Ray. You had Kylo. You had multiple... No, I think Kylo's cool, but he didn't make you my top five. You think he's better than Darth Vader? You said that. 
think he's a better lightsaber fighter. Oh my is what gosh, said. Yeah, he yeah, could yeah. beat him in a lightsaber You're fight. You're a coward. He got beat by Ray. <laughs> but Darth Vader is more. Ray is not a Star Wars. Listen, I just want y'all to Star know Wars this is not his controversial universe. Moves. No, it was not. No, this this. Oh my gosh, this is my list. I have it on my phone. <laughs> now it is, but I was saying when we were talking, this was not it. Ray is not you a have, Star You have you have the you have know. you have within your rights to change your list. Maybe you weren't you hadn't done your research because it was on the spot. That's fine, but your list at the Durham's was completely different. This one, yeah. uh, do you think no. this, this this one's better? This was my list. This one's definitely better. Than this the is other definitely one. better. Yeah. I agree with most of them. No, this, I had Ray at five, and then everyone roasted me, and then I had. <laughs> Vader, and then you guys all got mad about me even saying Darth Vader's name because I don't think he's really that cool, but he, I know he's important to the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. yeah, you're the one that, yeah, that's yeah, that was surprising that you had Vader in there too. But I still had him in there. I thought you had Kylo. No. He's like your I know, character. no. I think Kylo could beat him in a lightsaber fight, but uh, don't think he, Kylo is more so, important than Darth Vader. So, Tens, are Wars. you telling me we should do a different segment for a later time of best lightsaber fighters, top five? And you'll have that. I mean, you'll have that list ready. Sure, I mean, yeah, that's a different list. Because that would be pretty interesting. <laughs> Darth Maul's number one. All right, on that. I got my list. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. These All bad right, lists. Hit it. Number five, Emperor Palpatine. Come at me. Hate me. He is Boo. a pivotal no, point. He's, he's in pretty the cool. Show. He definitely the, is. He's a pivotal point he in the whole sucks. series. sucks. Number four, Han Solo. That should be on everyone else's mm. list. He's a beast. Good one, Chris. Mm. Uh, good, number good three, Darth Maul. Number two, Ewan McGregor's okay. Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. Uh, that he that was legit. I know yes. it's prequels. A lot of people don't like those, but he did awesome in those movies. I just want to say that Chris distinguished between old Obi Wan and new because Obi-Wan Ewan McGregor is in a league of his own. Who split as up if they're different people? Anakin they're and like different Darth Vader characters. Me, I said that they're different. <laughs> One. Darth Vader slash Anakin is my number one. I like how they put the slash in there. Because they are one person. Yes, they're and not one, one two. <laughs> Darth Vader one, Anakin two. One A and one B. If they were different, though, Anakin would be like so far Thank down you. the list. Anakin, Anakin is what? a terrible character. I don't like Sam. No. No. He became much cooler Dude, once he got Anakin in Vader, episode three is a fantastic character yeah. you're, ta- you're thinking of episode episode yeah, when one he killed all of the young <laughs> it was cool are you an angel <laughs> how about anakin as a child anakin as a child was anakin. annoying and no but... that's the best part <laughs> he was a big baller though he won was that like race a... yeah he was putting the mood you can't oh, say episode that. three anakin is episode best. three anakin is yeah. one of the best characters in the whole Duel of fates at the end dude yes. like you can't get when he turns evil scene than that and that scene, the lava scene, where he's yeah. literally... That's literally legit. Where he gets owned yes. by Obi-Wan. Yes. I hate you. My favorite is when, like, seven-year-old Anakin was, like, putting the moves on, like... <laughs> and he got her. Is that your favorite? He got her, too. So, take that, Zach. That's how good of a character he is. Go ahead, Zach. You kind of took that over. So, go ahead and start with your top five. All right. Here's my list. It's more traditional list, probably. Uh, number five, Chewbacca. Has not showed up on any other list, but is a legendary character. He doesn't even talk, but he is he is probably the most recognizable like sound a character could make. Oh, Chewbacca's number five. Number four, Obi-Wan. Uh, they're both together. I count them as one person. Uh, old and new Obi-Wan. Number three, Yoda. 
uh, maybe one of those dynamic characters. Just such a cool personality. Number two, Darth Vader. You can throw Anakin in there. I don't care, but Darth Vader is number two. And number one character of the Star Wars universe is Han Solo. Put it in, Put the, that in the books. That's it. Dang That's it. the it list. I think like you cheated off of me, Zach. Because uh, I have some... If you don't have Jar Jar Binks on this okay. list, Mason, I'm going to be Good. mad. Uh, anybody have anything to say about Zach's? Mm. I mean, you can't really argue. Don't come at me like with <laughs> Obi-Wan separating the two. You can't tell me that Ewan McGregor is better. You can't, not better. You can't tell me that. Oh, yeah. They're not better. better. They're, no. they're the same person. But they are the same, the same character, character, but his is like... I'm saying like his performance of Obi-Wan is so much better. Yeah, but why separate I mean, you them? Can, when I can but I'm just together. saying. You pointed mine out. I was just <laughs> mentioning Ewan McGregor. I was giving him a shout out. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Chris. All right. Well, so good. I did right, change my list. And I, the first list, I did it to be <laughs> funny. What was the character? You had Bobby Frick Bobby as number Frick. one, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> BB-8. BB-8. I think I had uh, Jar Jar Binks. And you had R2. R2. You had to have one significant <laughs> character in your list. All right. You are. So you I did <laughs> Number five, Mace Windu, not on anybody's list. Number four, game. Darth Maul. It's a good one. Number three, I have trouble with this name, Queen Gonjin. Queen Gonjin. Words with Mason, everybody. Put it in the books. Number two, I agreed with Zach on Chewbacca. And I wrote this list before I even heard Zach, so number one is Han Solo. There's the yeah. it's the a younger yeah. Han Solo series and just at, when he's older <laughs> as well, not the series but the movie. What? <laughs> We're rating characters. No, but yes, I like. I, I... He's the same part. It's the same actor. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> no, I'm just. No, saying. he was talking about the Han Solo movie, which Han is not Solo the same movie. Actor. But it's him as a character. Uh, I like that movie. I think my I favorite Han Solo character is when he gets stabbed. I mean, that's probably the best. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Sorry. My goodness. <laughs> it's only been out for like six okay. years. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm really fast. I wanna, favorite can I do one Go more ahead, part Zach. of this segment? I want to know everybody's favorite droid is. What's is your number your one droid? Oh, mine's characters. the new one in the uh, BB 8. In the Mandalorian. Right? Oh, uh, he was yeah. funny. IG Eleven. Oh, I forgot about that one. He was funny. Or the one in Rogue One was good too. IG Eleven's pretty cool. I forgot just that name. was. Do we do we even was, say one yeah, Rogue One character? Okay. Any of us? No, I mean they're not that significant though. No, I don't know. You can't you can't say. I mean they're spoiler alert, Zach. Whoa. <laughs> they all die. Pretty significant. Uh, I, mean, I read a conspiracy theory that Padme was a droid, so I'm gonna go with Padme. <laughs> All right, in our newest segment, Conspiracy Theories with Chris. No one else has this conspiracy theory. Are you the only one? <laughs> he just makes up stuff yeah. and talks about him. I don't know. I think, I mean, R2-D2 has to be the best yeah. droid. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. I was trying, That's yeah, what I was I was trying to do a hard, hot take, but... Whoops. What is yours? BB-8 oh, get out of here, BB-8. BB-8, BB-8 was maybe one He's, of the best, like... Yeah, it's true. Of I mean, the yeah. trilogy, though. I think that yeah. was a very cool addition. Get out of here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> but, I mean, that doesn't make <laughs> the best droid. He leans back on his chair and says, yeah. 
Yeah. Just because he saved. <laughs> You're fitting in just fine. The worst. Huh? You're fitting in just fine. That's right. We all just get on to <laughs> So don't worry. We'll continue Star Wars throughout our podcast. Uh, and this concludes our Out of Left Field segment. It is time for your one-stop shop for everything NFL. And now, it is your one-stop shop for NFL. Uh, We're going to go through some news that happened over the week, and then we're going to look forward to next week. So first, we had some breaking news before NFL games even started. Tyler Tinsley, what happened before the games even started? Yeah, so um, Antonio Brown, his suspension is coming up after week eight from the NFL, and he has gone ahead and signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There was some interest from the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I've heard of a small rumor the Kansas City Chiefs were interested, so he was shopping, you know, Super Bowl contenders. He lands with his old buddy from the Patriots, where he played one game last year, Tom Brady, and just adds another weapon to that Tampa Bay offense. That's just a crazy pickup. They'll have plenty of weapons there. Next one, speaking of crazy good wide receivers, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. got injured over uh, today's game versus the Bengals. What happened there, Tins? Yeah, it was a it was kind of crazy sequence. The Bengals were down in the red zone. Uh, Joe Burrow throws an interception. The Browns get the ball back. The very next play, Baker throws a terrible interception, underthrows OBJ. Um, he's chasing down the defensive back. And kind of takes a weird fall. Um, he has an MRI scheduled for tomorrow morning, but it's not looking good. They're they're afraid it's going to be an ACL, ACL tear. He's probably going to be done for the year. Speaking of Browns and Bengals, that game came down to the wire and was a very good and uh, exciting game. What do you think about that, Tens? Yeah, we had a two a lot of the NFL games today were actually like shootouts, last minute um, wins. The the Browns walk-off touchdown um, to win the game. Baker threw five touchdown passes today. And then the Lions actually as well with five seconds left on the clock, the clock, uh, Matthew Stafford throws a touchdown to win the game. So had some crazy endings to the NFL games, uh, the early slot games today. There was a not-so-close game. A Washington football club uh, just stomped the uh, Dallas Cowboys 25-3. to Did you watch this game, Tens? Yeah, I, I had it on uh, Red Zone. The Jaguars played the afternoon game, so I actually got to watch all the good NFL games uh, early slots today. It wasn't you know, tied down to that terrible situation. But um, it's kind of a surprising game to me. The you, you thought the Cowboys would still be able to put up points with Dak being out. They did okay last week against the Cardinals, but I mean they came out put up three points against an okay middle-of-the-road Washington defense. Um, kind of surprised at that. I know... Dalton went out with injury, but they, I mean, Elliott fumbled again. He's he's having a, a rough season, so surprised to see the Cowboys stumble as much as they did. So, uh, Patriots two and four, lost against the 49ers big time, and towards mm-hmm. the end of the game, Cam Newton got benched for Jason Stidham. Was that just a hey, let's just throw him in here because this game is already lost, or do you think they'll actually try to continue with Jason Stidham? I don't think they're going to make the move away from Cam. I, I think he's the starter for the rest of the season. Unless he, I mean, if he has another couple of games like that, finish stat line 96 yards, three picks. Um, it just did not look in sync. He didn't do a good job running the ball, which was surprising. This 49ers defense has been giving up points. They're injured at every level. 
Um, so it's kind of surprising to see the Patriots not be able to move the ball whatsoever. I wouldn't be too worried about Cam losing his job right now because I don't think Stidham is a viable option. He's not He's not an upgrade, in my opinion. Um, but look for the Patriots to get back on track. They're, they're not used to this. you know. They're not used to having a losing record right now and, and struggling as much as they are. For sure. Do you, who do you think will win that division, Tens? You know, I mean, I, I'm going to say the Bills. They've looked their last three games. I, I mean, maybe the beatdown that the Titans put on them have got them reeling because they, they lost to the Chiefs. They were losing to the Jets for the majority of the game today. They did not score a touchdown. And as we all know, the Jets have been getting blown out every week, um, looking terrible. And they won the game 15-10. to 10. So... You know, I think they'll win that division. I think their schedule kind of lightens up, but I would not be surprised if the Dolphins uh, kind of sneak in there and maybe steal this thing. Uh, that could always be a possibility, especially with Tua coming in. That would be interesting yeah. to watch. Uh, I did want to touch over one last thing, speaking of divisions that we're talking about, the NFC East standings. I want to list these off tens, and then I want you to tell me who you think will end up winning this one. Philadelphia Eagles, 2-4-1. and one. Washington football team two and five, Dallas Cowboys two and five, and New York Giants one and six. Pretty awful, awful team right now, or awful yeah. division going on right now. Words with Mason. Uh, <laughs> so, who do you think will end up winning this division? Uh, I mean, any of them could win it because they're all just so equally as bad. Um, I I think I'm gonna give it to the Eagles. They're getting healthy at the right time. They look. I know that they didn't play great in their last game. But I would say the Eagles, just because they probably have the most solid quarterback play of all of them. Andy Dalton got a pretty bad hit today. He's going to be out a few weeks with a concussion. The rest of the quarterbacks in that division are terrible. All right, and now you heard it here first from Wait. Tins. Yeah. Wait. Do you, you're not gonna you're not gonna talk about the Titans game at all. You don't want to uh, talk about that. I was gonna bypass that, but yeah, now, yeah but now that you hey, you want to talk about the Chargers up? game? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Aren't you guys a Super Bowl contender? And your kicker missed the game winning hey, field goal. Oh, we we lost a competitive game to the only other undefeated team in the whole league. Uh, no, I saw a cool I saw a cool stat today that said that um, it's something about like when two five and five teams have met this late in the season, the winner has gone on to the Super Bowl like. 60% of the time. Holy. Well, it's not going to happen this year. Streak has been broken or whatever it is. Sure. Tennessee's defense is terrible. Yeah. The, so, do you want to break that down real quick? It was uh, – Steelers came up quick on us, and then we came back towards the end of the game, and it looked like we were going to take it to overtime, and Goskowski, he's been up and down, missed a field goal to take it to overtime at the end of the game. So just a heartbreaker there. It wasn't that Zach. Yes, it was, Mason. Thank you, Zach, for that opinion. And now uh, we're going to go ahead and transition over to our primetime pick'ems. We're going to go round table here uh, for all of the primetime games. And then we have a pod squad game of the week that we uh, collectively picked out. First one I want to start with is the Falcons versus the Panthers. Thursday night, who do you got tens? Uh, I've got the Falcons. I'm going to continue to make the random pick so I can try and make up some ground. A good strategy there. Chris, who do you have? Oh, Zach's next. Oh, I'm sorry. Zach, who do you <laughs> Chris have? Chris is trying to be, take the competitive the advantage versus... by hearing my pick. 
but I pick the he Panthers. Is, yes. Panthers. Good. There you go. Good pick. Uh, Zach, what do you think? Chris. I also have the Panthers. Ah. Oh, there yeah. you go. And Matthias, who do you have? I'm going to go with the Falcons. Does Matthias know less All than right. me? There you Dang. go. Get out of here. <laughs> so we'll see. And I will also go with the Falcons coming off a of bye. Next game, Cowboys versus the Eagles. Who do you got, Tens? Uh, I've got the Eagles in that one. Eagles? Any reason? Because uh, they're slightly less of a dumpster fire than the Cowboys. Good reason. Who do you got, Zach? Eagles. Cowboys suck. Hot take. <laughs> Not a hot take. From That's Zach. Who do you, do you, Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. And who do you got, Matthias? I'm going Eagles. Eagles. Cowboys are awful. All right, we're swept there. I also have the Eagles. Next game. Dang it. I feel like we are talking about the Buccaneers Literally every, every week. week. So, Buck, every week. Every week. So, uh, Buccaneers versus Giants. Well, Zach that, has been going Zach, against Buccaneers yeah. every is, single time. Is Zach going to pick the Giants? <laughs> he hates Tom Brady. So, so let me go with Tins first. Uh, we'll go in order here. Tinsley, who do you have? I'm going to go Buccaneers on this uh, one. There's just no way that the Giants can win, right? I mean, no. there's just no way. There's Mr. No Best Defense in the League. They're, they they were they have like four sacks and a pick. I mean, they played well. They almost beat the Eagles. All right, Zach, you're Eagles picking suck. the Giants, right? And I didn't say they're the best defense in the league. Calm down over there. <laughs> All right, I have nothing to Colts lose. Right now. One thing about the Titans, and now you want to box me. Again. I have nothing to lose here. I I don't know nothing about the NFL. Give me the Giants. <laughs> what do you mean you have nothing to lose? Oh, you're in you the lead. You're upset. in the lead right now. Tom Brady right. dies uh, on Chris, the field. Chris, who do you have? I'm going to go heart wow. attack. Wow. I said that last week, too. Buccaneers. <laughs> Matthias, who do you have? Tom Brady. Just yeah. Team Tom Brady? <laughs> Just Tom Brady. <laughs> I, I also have Team Tom Brady. I'll pick up a game Let's on go. Everybody. And now, drum roll, please, Chris. Pod Squad, game of the week. Steelers at the Ravens. Of course, the Steelers did beat the Titans, so they're undefeated against the Ravens. Come off a bye. Tinsley, who do you have? Uh, I have the Steelers in this one. Any reason? The The Ravens' offense has been kind of shaky, and that Steelers' defense is supposedly pretty good. I mean, they had a hard time with the Titans, who are an explosive offense. I just don't see that the Ravens have a receiver like A.J. Brown who can do what he did today. Okay. Uh, Zach, who do you have? Give me the Steelers. They impressed me today. I think they go out and beat the Ravens. Chris, who do you have? Gosh, that's seven and zero. Give me the yeah. Ravens. Uh, the only reason is because I'm not. I don't see the Steelers going undefeated this year. The yeah. Ravens are still a good team. I'll yeah, probably change my pick that's as soon as I pick. get done uh, talking about this. But I'm gonna go for Ravens for now. Matthias, who do you have? I'm going with Chris. I want to see the Steelers taken down. Ravens all the way. I'm also going with the Ravens versus the Steelers. They're coming off a bye, and I know they have some some rough games here and there, but they got some good ones as well. So uh, give me the Ravens. And that concludes our one-stop shop for NFL. Everybody, I'm gonna go. I want to go back and change my one of my answers. <laughs> Buccaneers, Buccaneers are gonna win. I looked at the Giants' record, and I didn't realize how bad they no, were. <laughs> you can't no, do it. We locked, locked in. We locked it in. <laughs> no, no, no. Too bad. We can't do it. Too bad. Let's no. all vote. 
Everybody that votes, no, he can't change. Say aye. 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 Okay, you you have been outvoted. <laughs> what if I told you you could bet on a budget? Well, now you can with us with betting on a budget. And now, we hope you enjoyed our episode. We're going to finish off with betting on a budget. Um, I did lose last week. Uh, I had Jets winning by 13 points, and they only lost by 8, but they still lost. They're not going to win a game this season. Put that in the books. Uh, so I'm now 5-3. and three. Thank you, Zach. I don't know what you said, but <laughs> good. I asked you what the, what you the line ahead? was for the, for the Jets going winless, how much you'd win. Well, I did see it's plus 400. Uh, so do the math on that. Carry the one. Uh, now for my what if segment, the Lions, Steelers. Steelers were underdog, by the way. That's surprising. Lions, Steelers, and the Washington Football Club were all underdogs over the weekend and all won their games. If you've put $5 parlay on those three teams, you would have won $36 and one wow. penny. You could have bought... 32 kickstarts with tax. <laughs> Mountain Dew kickstarts mm. with that much money. That's a lot of kickstarts. There you go. That's a good investment. That is a good investment. And I'm going to tra- transition over to betting on a budget. Uh, Chris, put 60 seconds on the clock. Thank you. Bills are two and a half point favorites versus the Patriots. 2020 has been a crazy year. I never thought I would ever say this, but the Bills look like a better team than the Patriots do. But I have to be honest. Uh, I have to be honest. The Pats. Oh my gosh! I just demolished this. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me just start Leave over, everybody. <laughs> just rewind it. it. No, you left on, it so I had everyone. I had to pee. So. <laughs> you not being able yeah, to read. That, was funny. <laughs> that is funny. This isn't. This isn't funny. I just. Up, Tins, I'm that. gonna box you after this. <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> box them out. Okay, we're starting over for real. I, I'm usually pretty good at like popping these off. So, That's so what let she me, said. I don't know why. But... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> and now I'm going to transition over to betting on a budget. Chris, put 60 seconds on the clock. Thank you. Bills are a two and a half point favorite versus the Patriots. 2020 has been a crazy year. I never thought I'd say it, but the Bills look like a better team than the Patriots do. The Pats got stomped against the 49ers big time. Pats defense let Wilson Jr. run three touchdowns and over 100 yards over them. The guy was the four string running back at the beginning of the season. Can you believe it? Cam Newton, in the past two games, zero TDs, five interceptions. Matthias, that's more than four interceptions. I also want to add that Cam Newton was benched for Jason Stidham. Yikes. Give me Josh Allen, give me Stephon Diggs, give me the Bills minus two and a half in Buffalo against the two and four Patriots. Put it in the box. Wow, Mason, you are so good at popping those off. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. Put it in the bucks. What about Cam Newton's wardrobe? Can I bet on that? Yes, you can. If he wears a hat, it's plus 300. All right. All right. Wow. All right. You first. Mason, what? Mason, I, just, I looked up what our uh, Super Bowl winning Cardinals are doing right now. They are losing to the Seahawks 13-7. to 7. 
If they, it's not looking great for the Cardinals. If they, if they get a touchdown, game. they'll be up. Yeah. <laughs> you made it sound like they're going to get great. I just want to talk about the Cardinals. I'll, we mention them every week. I just wanted to uh, mention them. I just wanted to well, thank it. you, Zach. And that is it for our Pod Squad podcast of the week. That was episode nine. Thank you so much for following us along this far. And a big shout out to Matthias, who made his first ever episode this week. Thank you for all of your Star Wars info that you brought, and we are excited to have you back on. Be on the lookout this week. Matthias and Mason are doing a special Brothers edition of the Hot Take. They're going to be eating some very, very hot sauce, so be on the lookout for that. We know how much Mason hates eating hot things, so that will be sure to be good. And be on the lookout over social media all week on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're putting out posts every single day, so be on the lookout there. We hope you guys have a great week, and we will see you right back here again next Monday.